Hello and welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, the post-nuclear podcast. Today is what we like to call in these parts as a burner, as an episode that we record ahead of time and then put out later uh, because something's going on. Uh, if I did this correctly, I think I might be at a musical fe- a music fest or something, which I'll probably be telling you, not this week, but next week I'll be telling you all about it. And here to help me with today's assignment of what we're going to do is everybody's favorite 30-year-old Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, yeah. how are you, pal? I'm good. Hello. Hi. Uh, we're going to talk about a, a movie from 1973, right? Sure. 76, 1976, a film that I've wanted to see for a very long time. I have the Blu-ray of it. Oh, here it is. I have the Blu-ray of it. There's the sounds of it because I don't have a camera for this one. called Logan's Run. We're going to review Logan's Run. It's a sci-fi movie. It's a cult classic. It's a movie that I've wanted to see forever. Kyle, there's a Family Guy joke about Logan's Run. I've never heard of this movie. Really? Nor the book. Really? Did you read the book in preparation? No, no, I didn't even hear about the book. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a joke in Family Guy, like early Family Guy, like season two, where Brian's like at his therapist and he's like, I keep having this dream. You ever see Logan's run? And it's like him running. Like he's wearing red and he's got like a flashing thing. And I remember being a kid and like listening to the commentary for that episode. And they're like, yeah, you ever see this movie? It's great. There's a Fallout New Vegas perk or a trait. Let me look it up quick. It's called Logan's Loophole. Uh, no one's going. No one's going to put you out to pasture because you're going to stay young forever and level thirty forever. You'll never again be addicted to chems, and they'll last twice as long. But after thirty, you can ex- you can kiss your experience, perks, and skill points goodbye. And the little vault boy. It'll probably be on screen. The little vault boy is like the Sandman getup, and him looking at uh, the the flashing little gem in the hand. Huh? Yeah. It's I've, I've known about this movie. This movie has been just a movie that I've like been trying to see forever. And I went to this place. If you ever come out and visit, I want to take you to this place where they sell just stuff and it's just stuff that you're going to love. Uh, and I got it there. I got it. The Blu-ray over there for like four five, six bucks. So let me ask you this, Kyle. Did you like the movie? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Okay. Cause I had a feeling you were going to hate this. Why? I, I wouldn't know why. Because I just thought you were going to be like, it's too dystopian. Because it's it's like, I don't know about you, but this movie like scares me. Like in the best way possible. The idea of a perfect society, no one works, no one does anything. Everyone just gets high and like drinks and uh, calls up women on like the the moleculizer for them to just show up and you to have sex with them. Like it's, it's dystopian to the point of like, I, it, it's a different type of dystopia. It's the outside world is destroyed. As far as we know, the outside world is gone. And here we have just the pleasure dome, just a constant area of constant pleasure. No one has any sort of like consequence. Nobody, everyone's stupid. Like, also, I don't know about you, Kyle, but you told me that I don't have to do anything all day, but, like, enjoy my time. I'm eating all day. I'm eating all day, and I'm, like, sitting around, and I'm watching television. I'm watching a movie. I'm not working out. Like, these people are working out. There's a gym. There's things for them to do. But, like, also, 
like, I feel like this movie was very anti-capitalism, which, duh. But, like, the way that where they live looks like a mall. Like, everything just felt like right. it was to consume. Like, it's just... I'm sitting there watching it going like, yeah, this this is going to happen to us in like the next 50 years. Like not this extreme, but like we're not going to be able to live outside. We're going to live in pods. Everything's going to be automated. Like no one's going to do anything. What did you think about this movie? Please give me your honest opinion before we spoil it. Uh, I mean, at the beginning, I, I didn't know what was going on <laughs> when they were doing the whole carousel thing. I was like, okay, what's, what's the whole shtick here? You know, what's, What's going on here? See, um, half the movie, I just kept thinking, this is the guy from Austin Powers. Is it? It's the guy. Yeah, it's the his boss. No. Yeah. No, I'm sitting there going, why does this guy look familiar? Michael yeah. York. Let me see. I'm on the IMDb. Oh, my God. Is this the mole guy? No. The spy who fucking shagged me, bro. He was on an episode of The Simpsons. He was on six episodes of The Simpsons. Basil. Yeah, he's fucking Basil. Yeah. Dude, I didn't even think of that. So hold on. Let me let me just say these things quick because I always forget to do this. I forget to do this every single time. The director is Michael Anderson. It's written by David Zalag Goodman. William F. Nolan, and George Clayton Johnson. It is based off of a book, like Kyle said previously, uh, and it stars Michael York, Jenny A. Gutter, Richard Jordan, Roscoe Lee Brown, Farrah Fawcett. Yeah, she was the doctor assistant. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was dope as hell. I was like, is this Farrah Fawcett? She's got that Farrah Fawcett hair. And then it was. This movie came out in 1976. It's rated PG. Kyle, this is rated PG, and they was I know. And there was, there was it was it was very 70s. Like no one was wearing any undergarments. Nah, they just had titties out, bro. Yeah, um, I was like, this is a PG movie. I didn't even know it was PG. I like forget that ratings exist because they don't exist anymore. Because it's either a movie is G or R. Uh, this was nominated for. It, it was uh, seven different wins. It had a couple different Oscars. It won an Oscar for Best Cinematography of 77, uh, a nominee for Best Art Direction, and Special Achievement Award in 77, an Oscar. It won the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, Horror, and Film in the USA. It won Best Science Fiction Film. It won a Golden Scroll. Best Cinematography. Uh, it won Best Art Direction, Best Set Direction, Best Costumes. The Moscow International Film Festival got a golden prize. It was a nominee. The Hugo Awards. Uh, it was a nominee for Best Dramatic Presentation. I think that the soundtrack of this movie, the, the beeps, the boops, the blips in the beginning of it are fantastic. I think the whole progression of how you see everything go on. And I'm not, I'm like, I'm the furthest from the music guy. I'm not the first person to be like, well, you know, the music kind of hit pretty from. I'm there for, like, I'm there for dialogue. I'm there for world building. And I think this movie really, 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 really delivers on that for me. What say you, Kyle? Yeah. I would have to agree. Cool. So quick synopsis, this is, I'm getting this off of IMDb, and I'll be getting all the fun facts and trivia off of IMDb later, but... 
It's 2274, and on the surface, it all seems to be an idyllic society. Living in a city within an enclosed dome, there is little to no work for humans to perform, and inhabitants are free to pursue all pleasures of life. There is one catch, however. Your life is limited when you reach 30. It is terminated. In a quasi-religious ceremony known as carousel, some known as runners try to escape their fate when their time comes and the job of the sandman is to track them down and kill them logan played by michael york is such a man and with several years before his own termination date thinks nothing of the job that he does soon after meeting a young woman jessica six plain played by jenny a gutter he is ordered to become a runner and infiltrate a community outside of the dome known as sanctuary and to destroy it. Pursued by his friend Francis, played by Richard Jordan, also a Sandman, Logan and Jessica find their way to the outside. There they discover a beautifully vibrant and uninhabited world. Logan realizes that he must return to the dome to tell them what he found and be sent free. So you want to just get into this and spoil it? Sure. Cool. As of right now, we'll be spoiling the entire movie. Kyle? Yeah. I like this movie a lot. I like this movie, like, a lot, a lot. It, it does have a way of, like, you have to figure out the plot. Yeah. In a good way? They don't bad. tell, like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know, because it was, like, at first you're not, you're not, not sure what's going on. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, they're just killing old people. But then it's like, oh, yeah, I'm red, so I'm seven years I have left and I'm green and it's like, okay. Oh, was Red like seven years? He had seven years and he was Red. I thought he had, f- who? Logan? Yeah, I thought that I was... I thought he had four. Lo- uh, maybe it was four. Because I remember when he was getting, when he, because f- remember he had the Ankh that he brought back and they were like, oh, now you're going to go infiltrate them. Yeah. I remember it as, he's like, I'm going to get my four years back, right? And the computer like wouldn't answer him. Yeah, that was you had to kind of figure that out. Do you don't like? I think that they kind of showed like you. No, no, no. It was fine. It's just like they didn't directly like tell you. Mm-hmm. And then when they showed like all these people who are like crazy and stuff like that, and they're all children. Yeah, the Cubs. But they're never like how old? Well, that's. I, but I like the way they did that because he goes, how much longer do you have? There's no Cubs yeah. allowed here to be over 16. What, do you got a year left? Six months? That's just a little lamp light. Did you? <laughs> how did you feel about, and you know I'm a big critic of this, how did you feel about Jessica Six just, like, being the love interest out of nowhere? It's fine, I guess. Yeah, I hate that shit. And I get it. It's the 60s. Like, it's it's implied that a woman on 70s. screen, she's the love interest now. But I don't know. There's something about that that I just, I just don't jive with. <laughs> I mean, it was funny that it's like, I'm going to have sex with you now. And she's like, no. He's like, but I want to. Yeah. And then it's just like, well, I guess I'm not. Which, which I thought was like a wildly, like, I want to use the word progressive, but for the 70s? Yeah. It was very much like, I don't want to do this. And he's like, why are you wasting my time? She's like, I changed my mind. And he's like, well, I guess you're right. What am I to do? Like, I right. I really like this movie. Does it scare you the way it scares me or no? No, no. 
Do you think this is like a fun <laughs> world to look into? I I guess. I mean, who is your favorite character? Hmm. I do like the old man. I had a feeling you were gonna say the old when man. he when he comes. Everybody comes to him and say he's like they tickle him a little bit and he just waves at them. <laughs> yeah. Because I thought the movie was gonna end like they're gonna die or like. Everybody in the city's gonna get blown up or something like that. Like I, I felt like this was going to a bad end. Really? But then, yeah. But then you should, everybody comes out and he sees them and he just start tickling them and he just waves at Logan and and such. I I was expecting it to have a bad ending. Yeah. That's what I was expecting. Like when he's in that chair and they're interrogating him and he's like, "I don't know what to tell you. I can't answer your question because I." what you want is not the correct answer like that. I was like, Oh, this is just, this is just how it's going to end. Right. I think my favorite character was the doctor. Oh, I did like the doctor. I love that. That's another thing I like about this movie is it feels like a vignette. He looked, huh? He looked familiar. Like his face just had a, Uh, let me say, like I seen that face before. Like I said, I'm on IMDB. He was the doctor, Michael Anderson jr. See what else he's known for Logan's run, the son of Katie Elder, the greatest story ever told, the Sundowners. I don't know any of these movies. Is the greatest the greatest story ever told is about Jesus. I didn't know if it was that one or that um the dragon. Under the influence, nightstand, rent a kid, kung fu, the legend continues, Highlander. Street Legal Dippy, Sunset Grill. What a bad name. Shades of L.A. I'm not sure. I liked him. I liked how he was very much with the runners, and he kind of played it off. This this kind of reminded me of Westworld. Mind you, never seen Westworld. Mm. Uh, but also, like, I'm looking at, like, recommended movies. It's like, oh, if you like this, you might like this, right? Kyle, we should review... I'm Pe- shocked you haven't yet, because... I isn't Fallout Four like a big inspiration for that show? Yeah, they said. Well, the, the well, there's a movie. There's Westworld. Oh yeah, that's the true. Movie. There's, and then they there's a show. Yeah, because like I'm looking at the the. Uh, Forgot there's a movie. The thing, the IMDb page for it. It's from '73, so it came out before this movie, and uh, you're just not going to give me a, the synopsis of it. Is an amusement park. For rich vacationers, it provides a it provides its customers with a way to live out their fantasies through the use of robots that provide anything they want. So, like, it's there. The idea for Fallout Four is like starting there. Um, no, but like Kyle, we have to review Soil and Green. It takes place in twenty twenty two. That was last year, Papa. I know. Um. I would like to talk about the special effects in this movie real quick. Okay. The green screen in this is really bad, and I love it. There's a scene where they're in that little, like, car thing going to the uh, uh, the cathedral district. Yeah. And part of the, the little car they're in is reflecting green from the green screen onto the chrome. So part of the car <laughs> is just gone. I, I didn't notice that as much it, as more of the, the cave is coming down. <laughs> and it's like, it's See, like superimposed over it. It's just like, yeah, here's the, <laughs> the cave coming down. 
but it's not actually coming down. It's just over the screen. Yeah. No. Against Cannibal Robot Man. I I thought Box was great. There's. I didn't understand what was going on. It was like, oh, he's talking about fish. There's no fish now, so they freeze humans. See, that's. I thought it was going a little soil and greeny. Uh, box, regular storage produce, the same as any other food. The food stopped coming, and then they started. What other food? Fish, and plankton, and sea greens, and protein from, from the sea. It's all here, ready, fresh as harvest. Fish and sea greens, plankton, and protein from the sea. And then it stopped coming, and they came and said, So I store them here. I'm ready. Are you ready? It's my job. You're just a bunch of naked people on ice. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I I thought they were going to be like, this is what they're feeding people above. Oh. That's what I took from it. But I thought it was interesting that they knew what ice was. Like, I thought because they're isolated their whole life, they wouldn't know what ice is. I don't know. That part of the movie is starting to get, like, what's going on with the story? They're supposed to go to Sanctuary, but Sanctuary is not a thing. But they were supposed to be led here. And now there's a robot man with an ice gun. Really? Okay. Where does Robot Man come from? Did he come from the city? Or was he, he, like, there's a lot of unanswered questions that were not answered. You like that or don't like that? It was a little confusing. Okay. See, I like that because I felt like how the characters were learning things. Right. Because when they... I feel like we just completely skipped over it then. Like, it didn't happen then. Really? Yeah. I want to read the book. Because in the book, it's 21. It's not 30. Oh, yeah, they're probably... Explain it probably a little bit more better. Well, the book's only like 130-something pages. Oh, interesting. Which is wild because, like... What's that? They probably explain a little bit better some stuff. Probably. Is there anything you didn't like? Uh, might have, like, two things, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, the fact that he was still against them till the end, almost... Like, he was just like, I got, we gotta go back. It was all a false promise. Yeah, up until pretty much the old man, he's like, yeah. he's into it. Well, a little bit the old man, too, where he's like, we just gotta go back. I don't want to bury this man. Yeah. Um, And then also his friend dying. Like, I knew that was gonna happen, but like, it's always that cliche thing now. It's like, the friend coming after you, and then they're dying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, also, this is from 76. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So that could have been new at the time. Yeah, it's true. There's, I don't, I don't know if there's anything I didn't like. I, I'll be honest. I usually try to watch these movies like three times for when we review them. I just, I've been very busy lately. I usually watch it once. I uh, know four times. I'll watch it once. I'll watch it once with the commentary. Uh, I'll watch it again. Again, and then I'll watch it a fourth time, either a third or fourth time, just to like write notes and stuff and like catch up on it. But then I'll like go through the special features and stuff. But I, I just didn't. Um, this, this movie, I think, I think you see a lot of other sci-fi in this movie. Like this, I feel like isn't a metropolis in the sense that everyone watched it and then made Star Wars, but people watched this and were like, I see. There's a lot of great ideas in here that will be expanded upon later. Hmm. Like, like, not even going into, like, the sci-fi element, but the fucking stunts in this movie, dude, 
when they're in the underground and the room starts to flood, Michael York falls. Logan falls. Yeah. Like, and I'm watching that going like, that's a real fall. Like, he took some damage. Yeah. Like, I, I appreciate that stuff. I love, like, genuine effects. I love when you actually get to see an actor fall or, like, throw it. He had a chair broken over him. Like, yeah, it's a prop chair. It's fake, but still. Right. What was your favorite scene? Hmm. The end scene with the old man. Okay. Yeah. Because when that scene happened, I was like, oh, all right, this is a good end. You're a fan of the good ending. Yeah. I'm not. It was fine here. Like, it made sense here. The overall thing is, like, optimistic. I, I kind of wish... I, I kind of wish that the whole, hey, uh, autocracy is bad, not questioning power is bad. Like, I kind of wish it was a little more gray. Like, I, I wish there was, like, a little more, like, you know, maybe there is a point to having renewal. Like, maybe it works. I would like to have seen more about the babies in the nursery. Which are probably dead, by the way. The babies? Yeah, what do you, do you think that they're gonna, the whole place is blown up? They're gonna go in and grab all these babies? Okay, so here's my question. They, they say that those babies are born from breeders, right? So I'm assuming they right. just take sperm and ovum and put them together, cause even. Yeah, they're probably, they're clone babies, basically. I think a lot of these people are clones. And then they're just like, yeah, this is Logan 5 and Logan 6. Yeah, cause he sees Logan 6 in front of him. Yeah, because he thinks he's there. They think they're gonna renew into a new body. Yeah, that's the shtick. But they're not. It's AI computer. Just like no. Do you think that there was anybody actually in charge, or it was just all computer? I think it was all just computer. Hmm. Isn't it wild, Kyle? We're here. Like this could happen. This is going to happen. We, we running? I'm not. I'm going. You could take me. I don't care. I was actually having a conversation about this at work. I was like scaring the guy I work with. He was saying about, uh, he's like a big news guy talking about like what's going on between Russia and Ukraine right now and how there's like the, the Wagner group and whatever is going on with them. And I was like, okay, whatever gets us closer to just a total atomic annihilation. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, just let's get it over with. Let's hit that great reset. Let's just get a, like a new wave of humanity going. And he, like, didn't know what to say. He's looking at me. I'm like, just me and my dog walking the road. Just me with a gun and a day's worth of food. I'm trying to make sure it lasts so I don't want, I don't want to have to eat. I don't want it to be meat and blood. Old Vic and blood. Like, uh, you can take me. Uh, I mean, I'm 26. I'm as old as Logan is supposed to be in this movie. So, like... Which was wild, because they're like, nobody has wrinkles. This is what it looks like to be old. I've had wrinkles since I'm like 15. <laughs> I'm also old. Anything else you want to say, Papa, before I read some trivia? I think so. So, again, I get all of my uh, trivia off of IMDB. Just IMDB.com, and I just looked up Logan's run. When the old man is showing Logan some of the portraits that he used to hang on the wall of the Capitol, a portrait of former President Richard Nixon was included with the line, they used to call him Tricky something. And according to Michael Anderson, the gag was considered too controversial at the time to call him Tricky Dick. 
In the original novels, the colors of the life clock change every seven years. Birth to six was yellow, blue was seven to 13, and red is 14 to 20, and on your last day is black. I'm sorry, red and black on last day and black at 21. According to the audio commentary, the movie changed it to 30 because it wasn't realistic to have a cast of all characters under 21. The there was a guy in the black, and I don't know if you noticed him. No. He was in a scene, yeah. Not, like, oh, that guy's wearing black. Not a Sandman? No. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't understand how you get Dick from Richard, other than asking mm. politely. No, but I, I really don't understand how that got shortened. But also, Margaret, shortened for the shortened version of Margaret is Peggy. The Love Shop sequence originally ran for about four minutes, but required re-editing for the movie to be granted a PG rating. A <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, a scene with Vox making a nude ice sculpture of Logan and Jessica was also cut. A scene with several characters visiting the Hall U... Hall U... Samil? Hall U... Hall U shop? An arcade was cut for its depiction of drug use. All of the additional footage and its background music were lost in what is now known the great now known as the Great MGM Purge, where studio owner Kirk Krikorian I'd I'd be upset if that was my name too sold off what he could of the studio's expensive extensive archives and then threw out the rest. Most of the old man's dialogue was uh, improvised. Interesting. Yeah, the waterfalls and steps, Logan jumps into to get back into the dome are the active pool of the water gardens in Fort Worth, Texas. The main pool was used to be about nine feet but closed in 04 after four people drowned near the spot where Logan and Jessica dove in and was reopened in 07. The depth has been reduced to two feet. Logan 5 tells Jessica 6 and the old man that he had always heard that the Dome City harnesses its electricity from the ocean. However, earlier, when receiving instructions to search for Sanctuary, Logan asks the Dome City computer, what is outside? There is no outside. The new you, Kyle, isn't new you from Borderlands or... Yeah. It's from Borderlands, right? I didn't know if it was that no. or Bioshock. New U station. Okay, I thought so. The new U scene in the film where Doc unleashes the lasers on Logan and Jessica is remarkably similar to a scene in Corruption from 1968 where Peter Crushing uses lasers against a group of thugs who have invaded inside of his home. Maybe that's another one we have to add to the list, Papa. And here's the last one. Oh, we got to talk Hold on. The laser scene where they're fighting, like, they definitely got hit by multiple of those lasers. Yeah. There's no way that they did not die from Mo like because like the only time he got hit was when he's on the table but then they're fighting around the lasers oh, <laughs> and yeah, like no yeah. one's getting touched by them all and then the doctor's somewhat dying by fake not just blood on his he's face like laying there and then he's got catch up like the next scene yeah though this movie may have been allegedly reimagined in 2005 for michael bay's the island with very similar concepts through the inhabitants do not know that they are clones of real people and believe going to the island is the next stage. This movie, they know they're all going to die at 30 and believe the renewal is the next stage. I love the scene where Logan finds out that no one's ever really been renewed. 
Yeah, like, but then what? he's like, oh, well, doesn't matter either way. I still have to report in. Yeah. And you can clearly tell he's like, wait, what? What's going on? But like, you know. <laughs> I like this movie a lot. Yeah, it's not bad. What would you rate it, Kyle? Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to give this one a solid eight out of ten feral children. I really like it. I could see myself seeing it again. I don't know if I would watch it a third time in quick succession, but I liked it a lot. I really do. I'm I'm very happy that I finally got around to seeing this. This has been on my list for a while. Anything else you'd like to say, friend? Uh, No, I think that's pretty much it. This, before we get out of here, a few things I'd like to say real quick. This got a TV show. Did it? A 1977 to 1978 TV show. Yeah, an hour each. Uh, It had 14 episodes. Let me see. The top rated episode, season one, episode five, is considered like one of its top episodes. No one from the movie is in it. Like I said, it only has a couple of episodes. Um, Oh, I know that one guy. That's, wait a minute, hold on. One season. That's, that's the the, the thing. It's the, the cop. The What's his name? What are you talking about? What's the guy from the thing that was the cop? From the thing? Yeah. What are you talking about? What cop? He, I can't think of what they would call him out there, but he was like in the uniform, like a sheriff outfit. The Green Mile Rips. I saw that when I was a kid. It's a very good movie. The Thing. You're talking about the John Carpenter... Yes, our favorite movie. The Thing. He was Gary. What? What do you mean, what? Dylan Moffat? Yes. Oh! Donald oh. Moffat. What if I you say? look at Logan's Run's show, he's a character. Main character. Get the hell out of here. I didn't... By he's Rem. Damn, I gotta watch this show. Because like I'm reading the synopsis of the episodes. And the first one, Logan's run in 2319. So this is well after the uh well after the movie. In 2319, survivors of a nuclear war live within a dome city sealed off from the outside world where citizens are allowed to live openly until 30 years old. Logan, a Sandman, an elite policeman whose job is to terminate all runners who seek escape from the ex- ex- extermination ceremony carousel, begin to question the system. Logan and his companion Jessica leave the city in search of a mysterious place called Sanctuary where successful runners are said to have found refuge. Logan and Jessica stumble upon the mountain city where they meet Rem, an android who decides. That's it. That's all it says. So, damn, I want to watch this show. I want to see if this expands upon things. I don't think so, because it sounds like it's the same plot. No, I know, but, like, they meet a man who's an android? That might be a book thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I want to the book hi 
thanks for joining us for this review of a movie that Kyle and I both pretty much enjoyed. Uh, thanks for sticking around. Thanks for watching this. Real quick, I have to thank the Patreon. Because of the Patreon, the show continues to get bigger and better. So starting at the top, I have to thank the OG Noah. Thank you, Noah. After Noah, I have to thank Danny. Thank you, Danny. After Danny, I have to thank Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, after that, I have to thank Mellow Millhouse. Thank you to Mellow Millhouse. And last but certainly not least, someone who got to listen to this episode get recorded live in front of a studio audience, the one and only Captain Lennox. Thank you to everybody who supports. I love you very much. And now back to the review. Love you. Anything you want to say before we get out of here? Papa. Uh, no, that's it. Cool. Good movie. 8 out of 10 for me. 7 out of 10 for Kyle. Thank you very much. I love you very much. We'll see you soon. Sorry that this was a this was a different kind of thing. Like I said, I have something going on. I love you. And I will see you soon. Bye, Kyle. Farewell. Thank you to everybody that I normally say thank you to. I don't remember where the music is, but thank you again to the Patreon. I gotta just, I love you. Bye. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. This has been a production made by your friends at Goldman Entertainment.